All right, here we go. Uh, Proverbs uh, 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 chapter 11. Of course, we want to start at verse one. Um, let's, let's, let's dive in. So uh, now again, we talked about this in the intro. Proverbs is not meant to be read like some of the other books, like the history books of the Old Testament, or even the gospel where it's read, like in this, some sort of con- chronological order or some sort of flow to it. It's literally just nuggets of wisdom back to back to back to back to back. So just when you think you're in a flow about one thing, you know, Solomon throws in something else. I think it's also important to remember, just like we said in the in, in the introduction, that Solomon admitted at one point in his life when he was young that he was not wise. So all this wisdom that Solomon had, he didn't have it before, which encourages us that just because you feel like you don't have what it takes now, doesn't mean God can't give it to you. Or just because you may feel inadequate to do something, doesn't mean God still hasn't called you. Or just because you feel as if you don't have all the tools you need right at this moment to move forward. I see Crystal laughing because Crystal, before she takes one step, she wants to make sure she's got all the things that got, but just, but just because you feel like you don't have every single thing needed does not mean God is not calling you to move forward right now. We have a saying in impact where we say, listen, I may not know what next look like, but I know now is over. I don't, I may not know what the next move is, but I know now I've got to move forward. I got to move from where I am now. I've got to move, I got to move past where I am. And so sometimes we, and so I think Solomon who, who, you know, known as the most wise man in the Bible, most wise man to walk the earth, if he would admit that I do not, because he said it in, 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 I think it was 2 Kings, where he says, I am young and I do not know what to do. Grant me wisdom. That was his prayer. And so sometimes we can admit, listen, I hear you calling me, Lord, but I do not know what to do. I hear you calling me, God, but I'm not sure where I should go next. And so and so just because you don't know how to do it or you don't even know where next is, please do not let that stop you from moving forward. Okay, here we go. Chapter 11, verse 1 says, the Lord detests the use of honest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Meaning, listen, that when when you when someone tries to set up things against you, when someone tries when someone tr- looks tries to set you up or tries to make something unfair, I see you nodding your head, Bianca. When they try to make it seem unfair, when they try to make it seem dis and it's dishonest that he does not de- he detests that, but he delights. When things are fair, delights when it's accurate. Here we go, uh, too. We just talked about pride and humbling ourselves two weeks ago. Pride leads to what? Disgrace. Says, but with humility comes wisdom. Honest be God's good people, but dishonesty destroys a treacherous people. Watch this. Riches won't help you on the day of judgment, it says. It says, but right living can save you from death. And isn't it funny how so many times we struggle with trying to get more stuff and get more things and everything's about grind and get your bag and all this other kind of stuff. And we post about statuses and look at where I'm going and look what I'm doing and looking at all this stuff that I got and look at my new this and my new that. It says none of that at the end of the day on judgment day says none of that will help you. Forget what you have. It says, but living right. Listen, doing what I know is right right now in the moment says can save you from death. Says the godly are directed by honesty, the wicked fall beneath their load of sin. Watch this. The godliness, this is living out the right that you know, living out the qualities and the characteristics of God. Says that the godliness 
of good people does what? Rescues them. The God, so listen, when you are tempted to act outside your character, when you are tempted to do things that you know you shouldn't do because of what other folks are doing, that is not going to rescue you. But it's, I see you, Manny. Watch this. It says, but the godliness of good of, of, of good people. And so when I feel like I'm attacked, or when I feel like people things are coming against me, Diamond, when I feel Tyrell like things are like 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 people are probably it says, don't, don't have you don't have to resort to result to your old ways. Tanya says you don't have to result to what to, to that thing you used to do. It says what the godliness of good people rescue them. So if I conduct myself, Crystal, and act Keisha the way that I know God would want me to act, Karen, in these situations, Jaleesa, it says that living like that is what will rescue you. Watch this. But the ambition of treacherous people traps them. That this thing inside of folks who will just do whatever it takes to get what they want or do whatever it takes to prove their point, that that is actually a trap, not for you, but for them. And so when people are treacherous towards you and when people come at you, listen, Sierra, you don't have to worry about people that don't want to include you. You don't have to worry about people that want to disregard you. Charles, you don't have to worry about anyone who thinks you're not because look, when those treacherous people have all this ambition and they come against you, they're not trapping you. Your godliness is going to rescue you. They are literally setting a trap, Karen, for themselves. Let's move to verse seven. It says, when the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. Oh my goodness, didn't we read it? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean what? Not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. What did we read? We, it says, they that what? Wait on the Lord shall what? Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall, but it says, but the ones who rely on their own feeble strength, it says the wicked, their hopes die with them. But because we rely on the Lord and because we rely on his strength, it says the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so because I, because I delight myself in the Lord and because the joy of the Lord is my strength, what, that, that, that I'm not relying on my own feeble strength. And so when the wicked die, their hopes die with them. But, but our hope is where? In the Lord. It says the godly, this is verse eight. I don't know if we're going to get through chapter 11 tonight. He said, verse eight says, the godly are rescued from trouble and it falls, here we go, on the wicked instead. I am reading the Bible, y'all. I'm not, I'm not even preaching. I'm just reading the Bible, Bianca. I see, uh, Bianca, I see you. It says that the godly are what? Rescued from trouble. So, so we don't have to worry. Listen, we spend so much time worrying about people who mean us no good, and that is wasted time. Listen, instead of praying against what people may be doing to you, pray for them, regardless of what they're trying to do for, to, to you. It doesn't, because listen, the, do you believe the Bible or not? It says no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, right? That no matter, even if they try to form it, it won't even prosper against us. It says that when, when, the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. And so we either believe that or not. And the Bible right here says that the, Karen, it says that the godly are rescued from trouble. Watch this. And that trouble falls on the wicked instead. And so watch this. I see you, Tracy. So instead of praying against whatever somebody is doing to me, here's what I'm going to do. Watch out, y'all. Here it is, because this is different. Instead of instead of praying against what they're doing for me, against me, I know whatever they're trying to do against me ain't going to prosper anyway. So I'm not even going to spend one second in prayer 
praying against them or praying against what they doing or praying against what they saying or praying against any traps or praying against all the, I don't got time to pray against you. What I, what, what I am going to do is pray for you and watch this. What, cause watch this. Am I willing, am I mature enough? Tracy, am I mature enough, Tanya, to pray that, Lord, please don't let this trouble that they plotting against me fall on them? Listen, we listen. I, but watch this ain't baby stuff, y'all, because the watch this. The Bible, the, the listen, the Jesus says, pray for your enemies. You right. And so and so and, and pray what well, pray that God blesses them. He says that what like like love your enemies like eat. Look, he says even the unrighteous love people who are friends with them. Even the unrighteous pray, pray, uh, uh, love people who are bad to them. He said, but I want you to pray for those who use you. I want you to pray for those who hate you. So watch this. Am I mature enough? Come on, somebody, that even though I know that those who plot trouble against me, I am rescued from that. Listen, no weapon for me. So I already know that I'm rescued from that. The question is, am I mature enough to say, Lord, I know that I'm rescued against what they're planning against me, but I pray that it doesn't fall on them instead. Oh, because see, we listen, and in church, we teach in church, we teach that, you know, don't worry about your haters. God's gonna get them. God's going such and such. I want the same grace that is extended to me to be extended to people who don't even like me. Cause at the end of the day, I don't deserve the grace. Look at the end of the day, I don't even deserve the grace. And so, and so I, and they don't deserve it either. And so why, why do I not want them to get something that I got, but I don't deserve it either, Charles. Oh my goodness. We read in the Bible and look. And so, and so I already know that the, that the trouble and the trap that they set for me ain't going to harm me. I, I'm I'm so mature now that God, I know you got me. I I actually genuinely don't want this trap to fall on them. It's okay. Look, I'm I'm just I'm just preaching the Bible. I'm not there yet either. Pray for your pastor because there's some people that I want to fall in these traps. But I but I got I got to pray. I got to live it. I I, I want I want to get to the point, uh, Crystal. I want to get to the point, Mike, where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with that. I don't want them to fall. I don't want them to fall in that trap. Um. But yeah, that's that 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 that's that's uh, that's where we are. Here we go. Verse nine. Verse nine. Uh, with their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. Okay. Here we go. Uh, verse eleven. Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper. It says, but the talk of the wicked tears it apart. Y'all, we're talking about maturity here. Watch this. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. Listen, we're in Proverbs. It's talking to the book. It says, what? It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. Listen, we need to know when to speak out. We need to know when to say something. We need to know when to take those stands. But the book of Proverbs also tells us that what? A sensible person also what? Keeps quiet. Sometimes we need to know that right now is not the time for me to say what is on my mind, that right now is not the time for me to say what is on my heart, that the most sensible thing I can do right now, that the most spirit filled thing I can do right now, that the most led by the Holy Spirit thing that I can do right now is to keep my mouth shut. Verse 13 says a gossip, uh, a gossip goes around telling secret, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Now, here's the thing we got to remember, because, you know, we, we, we were in a time where it was all of I'm trying to preach uh, Tracy. Watch this. Where, where, we, you know, open up, be vulnerable. Tell me that. 
listen, not everybody needs to know everything about you. Not, listen, I see you, Crystal. Look, Crystal shook her head with conviction. Listen, you not everybody, you do not need to be open and vulnerable with everybody. Not everybody is mature enough to handle stuff that you've been through. Not everybody is is, is spirit-filled and can take and, and can and can keep uh, uh, what you say to them to themselves. Not everybody's going to pray for you. The minute you tell them something else, they may run this, they, they're going to run around and tell somebody else. Listen, listen, because even it even says in Galatians, watch this. He says, because Paul was talking to the believers when he says this. He says, when someone is overtaken in a fall, he says, you who are spiritual. So we already separated the fact that, yes, there are some believers, but not everybody is equipped to handle restoration. And not everybody is equipped to handle somebody who has made a mistake or someone who has made a bad decision or someone who needs to be loved on or someone who needs to be uh, uh, cared for and someone who needs to be restored. So we need to listen. I see you, Tracy, run around that house. Listen, that, that not every single person can handle things about you. And so you need to use wisdom. This is what Proverbs is all about. Using wisdom and using discretion. Do not be guilt tripped into sharing things about you. Do not feel pressure from these groups. Listen, if I care for Diamond, I'm going to care for Diamond, whether she discloses stuff to me about her or not. If I care for Charles or I care for Tina or I care for care for Tyrell or Jaleesa, I'm going to care for them no matter what you disclose. And so all this pressure, be vulnerable. Tell me that. Why are you so, listen? Why are you so pressed to know everything about me? You listen. The Bible is telling us that listen. Gossip will run around and telling everybody secrets. That we need. I see you, Manny. That we that we need to use discretion. That we need to use that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us. And 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 it's not that you're you know I'm secretive. I'm private. No, you're not. You're wise, and you have a and you can discern. I see you, Crystal. And that not everything is meant for for everybody. Watch this. Watch this. We got to we got to see this. Verse 14. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. Their safety is in having many advisors. Listen, some people only want people around them who's going to agree. They only want yes people. They only want people who are going to either cater. Watch this. Watch this. They want people who are either going to cater to their pride or pacify their insecurity. Uh Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just, all I'm saying is I'm not going to go in on, 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 on church, Jaleesa. I'm going to keep it clean. I'm going to keep it clean. Do you write? That was good, uh, uh, Crystal. Please write that down because you can use that in your coaching sessions. That that a lot of times people only want people around them that are going to either either uh, uh, fluff their ego, right? That's going to feed their ego or is going to pacify their insecurity, Okay. And, 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 and that's not wise leadership. Okay. No matter where you are, whether you're at work, whether you're in the house, whether you're at impact fellowship, no matter what, if, if all I want around me are people who are going to pacify my insecurity or going to, or going to feed my ego, then, then, then impact is going to fall. Impact is going to fail. They need, listen, that, that I need to find what, and we all need to do this because we're all leaders. We need to find safety in having many advisors. Come on, y'all, this is the Bible. Keisha, I see you. This is the Bible. Verse 15, there's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's not. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. We saw this earlier um, in, uh, uh, in, in Proverbs, and maybe you want to go back to read a little bit about that uh, or go back to the um, uh, 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 former uh, teachings on the bus route page. Verse 16, a gracious woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Here we go. A gracious woman gains respect, 
but ruthless men gain only wealth. Your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. God, this is practical wisdom that your kindness, don't forget, here's what's interesting about that word kindness. Don't forget in a day where everybody, people are judging other people and people want to, you know, say this person's not that. And this, da, da, da. Don't forget that the Bible says it is the kindness of the Lord that draw men to repentance, to repentance. Don't, don't forget. Yes. God is God. God, God is the ultimate judge. And yes, God is holy. And yes, all, all that, but it, but it's, but that's not the quality of God that draw men back to him. The Bible says that it is the kindness of God that draw men to repentance. So why in the world, if it's the kindness of God that would draw men to repentance, is the church so unkind? Oh, I'm trying to stay away from doing the church thing tonight. But what, listen, but, but, it, but, but, but listen, even Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world. I came so that through me, the world might be saved. Listen, not that he couldn't condemn the world, not that we couldn't condemn it, not that we couldn't preach damnation, but Jesus, who was the ultimate preacher, who could have preached damnation, said, I, I have not come to condemn the world. I came that so though I came so that through me the world can be saved. That, listen, God could rain, rain down judgment anytime he wants to, but it, to bring about repentance. But the Bible says that it is the kindness of Manny, I'm trying to preach that he said it is the kindness of of the Lord that does what? That draw men to repentance. That listen, that watch this, that it was while you were at your lowest point that you were at the point of giving up. It wasn't that God came down and hit the Thor hammer over your head or that God came down and said anything to crush your spirit. It was the fact that God said, I love you. I'm still here for you. We can turn this thing around. Bianca, I'm your guy. Tyrell, I am with you. That Listen, the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. It isn't the damnation or condemnation, Karen. It's the fact that while we were yet sinners, he died. It's the fact that while we were at our lowest, he says, I am right here for you. We talked about it last week. It was a song we used to sing at my old, old, old church. They said, he said, you did not wait for me to cry out to you, but God, you let me hear your voice calling me. It was his voice that drew us. We weren't searching for nothing. It was, look, look we, we were searching for something, but we didn't know what it was. And it wasn't until that, that God, in his kindness, in his kindness came close. I hear you, Sierra. Sierra on mute, but she in the living room right there. I hear you. Listen, it's, it's, it's with God in his kindness and in his mercy said, yes, you messed this thing up, but I'm right here and I'm going to turn this whole thing around. Goodness gracious. And so, and so listen, and here's why this is important for impact. Because as we serve people and serve the community, Crystal can tell you, Sierra can tell you, Tanya can tell you, Mike can tell you, Charles can tell you. Listen, Bianca, from what she's been doing in College Park, she can tell you that as we serve people, and I know many people on this call can tell you, I just don't know everything that everybody's doing. Watch this, that as we serve people, they're going to need our kindness. Oh my God. Listen, listen, even though you could judge, they're not going to need your judgment. Ain't going to help. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Oh, they can use, they can, they can use your, your tongue lashing. Ain't going to help. Cause, cause you can still be truthful. The Bible says that we ought to what season our speech with salt, that we ought to what speak the truth in love. 
You go, you're gonna have to tell them the truth. But my God, you're gonna have to do it in love. That as we go out here and make an impact in our community, we're gonna have to do it with kindness. And if you ever serve the homeless with us, or you ever, if you listen, you know, the homeless here, if you ever went to St. Anne's with us, and those at-risk teen moms come in that room, you're gonna get attitude, and you better not get them attitude back. You're going to have to respond to that attitude with kindness. Man, every time we would get a new group of mothers in, they come in, don't nobody want to talk. They got attitude. It's all good. By the time we're in our fourth or fifth session with them, because of the kindness that they get from us, Charles will tell you, Sierra will tell you, that, watch this. They sitting there after we go from six to seven, they sitting there until eight o'clock, 830, crying, talking to Sierra. Pray for me. Help me. How can... Because we didn't respond with attitude. We responded what? With kindness. And your kindness will what? Reward you. It says, but your cruelty will destroy you. Evil people get rich for the moment, but the reward of the godly will last. We talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, godly people find life. Evil people find death. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights in those with integrity. Uh, evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. It says a beautiful woman who lacks dis uh, discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. So, listen, saying, saying, and here's the thing, it's not talking against beauty or anything like that. It's saying, but the, the, the beauty or the outward without the inner beauty says that it's, it's not, it's, it's like a, it's like a gold ring, which is beautiful in itself. But if anyone would put a gold ring inside of a pig's snout, uh, we don't want that go ring anymore. The godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can only expect judgment. Watch this. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. And here's the thing. When it's talking about, because remember, we're talking about intent and talking about heart. Giving so I can become wealthy is not the formula that they're talking about. And we hear that in church all the time with pay your tithe, give, 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 and you're going to be rich. You got to learn to be a giver, and then you're going to have all the things you want. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not the formula. Listen, giving from a cheerful heart without expectation of return, that, listen, that is, that's the key. Uh, uh, not, not, I see you, Manny, Manny said he needed this. Like that's, the, that's the key, right? Not I'm giving so I can get because God can see right through that. God cannot be tricked by our own devices. God is not going to be tricked by somebody coming to church, trying to give a, a quick 10% or whatever percentage you want to work out in your own heart, just because you want to get some money back. That's no, he sees right through that. Uh, 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 verse 25, the generous will prosper. See, generosity is a, is about is a heart thing. Generosity isn't even necessarily about what you give. It's about being willing to give and being and, and being a giver, seeing opportunity to give. It says the generous will prosper. Those watch this. Here's what we need. Here's here's what here's what we need, uh, Jalisa. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Oh man, <laughs> Tiffany, find a way to refresh somebody else. It says those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Watch this. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells in, watch this, in time of need. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who does what? Sells when? In time of need. That even in time of need, I will still be a giver. That even when I don't have, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to help somebody. 
I remember growing up, man, and we didn't have much. I remember growing up and we 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 didn't have much at all. I mean, my father died when I was 12. My mom had, you know, three teenagers. We live in an apartment. And I remember her going in our cabinets and putting putting canned goods and stuff in in bags for another family and for other people. And I'm like, well, what are we gonna eat? She's like, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna we'll figure it out. But they they need something. They need something. That's blessing those who sell in the time of what? In the time of need. Uh let's see. Uh, verse 27, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. Listen, if you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, evil will find you. Trust in your money and down you go. But the godly flourish like leaves in spring. Okay, again, talking about trust. It's interesting that it says trust in your money and you will go down. It says, but the God, but the godly flourish. And so, and so there's something about not trusting in these earthly things uh, that equates to, uh, to godliness. Uh, verse 29, those who bring trouble on their families inherit the wind. The fool will be a servant to the wise. The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded on earth, what happens to wicked sinners? Do y'all mind? If we go ahead and do um and do twelve, uh, let's go ahead and do twelve. I, I mean, even if you say you do mind, I'll probably do it anyway. And if you gotta go, you got you gotta go. Let's let's get twelve in tonight, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, chapter twelve, verse one. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Here we go. To learn, you must love what discipline. Isn't it funny? We talked about self control. We talked about humility. Now we're talking about discipline. It are, it, it's these things that aren't the sexy things to talk about, that aren't the, aren't the attractive things to talk about, that is literally the key to living a godly life. What to learn, you must what? Love discipline. And it is what? Stupid to hate being corrected. We should love being corrected because it's what? It's how we learn. It's how we move forward. It's how we know that the thing that we're currently doing is wrong and we need to change things. It's that what? Accountability. And accountability is not Crystal just telling me that I'm wrong. It's Crystal telling me that I'm wrong and I change direction or suffer some sort of consequence. Because we love the word accountability. It's like, oh, well, you know, t- Tiffany held me accountable to this. And it's like, well, she called me out on it, but did I change anything? She called me out on it, but did I correct myself? And if I didn't, being held accountable to it is what is the corrective measure or what is the what? What is the punishment for not? So it's not just necessarily having somebody who's going to call you out on your stuff. It's whether or not you're going to change direction, whether you repent from that. Verse two, the Lord approves those who are good, but he condemns those who what? Plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. I'm telling y'all, there's something, there's something, there's something to be said about stability and having a stable life and having having predictability uh, 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 day by day. And there's something about walking wrong and walking in wickedness, walking in darkness that never, ever, ever will bring about stability. It says, but the godly has what? Has deep roots, meaning the godly is planted, meaning the godly, the godly is planted so that it's always fed, always nourished, cannot be moved because what? Having deep roots, not being unstable, not being able to be knocked down easily. Listen, it is one thing for life to push against you. It is one thing for life to tug at you and one life and one thing for life to pull at you. But if you are though, but living godly will what? 
have deep roots and will keep you stable. Verse four says a worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like a cancer to his bones. The plans of the godly are just and the advice of the wicked is treacherous. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. Interesting how the last two chapters, we're going back and forth about the way people live, the way we conduct ourselves. This of the wicked results in this, but this of the godly results in that. As a, as a what? As a warning for those who are around us, but watch this, but also as a warning for ourselves to not be the type of folks whose words are like a murderous ambush, to not be like the type of people whose advice is treacherous, to not be the type of person who's like cancer to someone's bones. It says, verse uh, seven, the wicked die and, and, and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. It says a sensible person wins admiration, but uh, admiration, but a warped mind is what? despised. Verse nine, better to be an ordinary person with a servant, to be a self-important, that's a prideful person, but have no food. The godly care for the animals, but the wicked are always cruel. Verse 11, a hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has what? Has no sense. Thieves are jealous of each other's lot, but the godly are are well-rooted and bear their what? Bear their own fruit is what the Bible says. It says, verse 13, the wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escape such trouble. Wise words bring many benefit and hard work brings reward. Watch this. Fools think that their own way is right, caught up in their own way of thinking, thinking that they know everything. They can tell you, have you ever tried to help somebody and they're so wrapped up in their own world, so wrapped up in their own bubble that they think? Don't forget the Bible says there's a way that what seems right to man, but the end is in destruction and you're trying to save them from that. But they're foolish in their ways. I see you, Kashana, and foolish in their thinking. And they think that their own way is right. Watch this. It says, but the wise listens to others. We talked about, and listen, in the last chapter, it talked about the wisdom and having counsel and many advisors that watch this, that the why to be wise doesn't mean that you know everything. To be wise doesn't mean that you have it all figured out. Sometimes the wisest thing we can do, Tracy, is to listen to the people around us. Tina, verse 16 says, a fool is quick tempered, but a wise person, watch this. Here we go. Hold, hold on. Verse 16, a a fool is quick-tempered. Krishana, watch this, Tiffany. It says, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. Uh Uh-oh, listen, y'all already know that I'm open. That ain't me. I am not in verse 16. That's not me. I'm trying to aspire to that, Bianca. It says, but a wise person, what, stays calm when they are what? insulted and that's something that look that we we need to aim and need to shoot for verse 17 an honest witness tells the truth a false witness tell lies some people make cutting remarks but the words of the wise does what brings healing listen am i operating in wisdom this is these two chapters are literally giving us a, a dividing line between what foolish people do and what wise people do and what wicked people do and what godly people do and as we are walking through life and as we are going through things sister karen the question is can when i look at my actions and look at my words and look at what i do this is a clear distinction 
Is it falling on the side that is bringing healing or is it falling on the side of cutting remarks? Verse 19, truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Don't forget, wasn't it Jesus who said, I'm not coming to condemn anybody or judging anybody? He says, but in the end, my words will judge people. He was saying that because everything I'm going to say is true. I'm not condemning you. I'm just speaking the truth. And at the end of time, he says, the truth, my words are what's going to judge you. My words will be what condemn you because I'm speaking, I'm speaking the truth. Verse 20, deceit fills hearts that are plotting evil. It says, but joy. Joy fills the hearts that are planning peace. What in the world am I planning? And listen, and we know we've got these disputes at work. We got disputes at home. We got Thanksgiving coming up, but we got family disputes. What am I planning? Listen, come on, come on. Am I, listen, is, is my heart plotting evil or is my heart planning peace? There it is. No harm comes to, comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. Verse 22, the Lord detect, detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise, watch, oh my goodness, the wise don't make a show of their knowledge. Now I'm reading from the NLT, in case y'all want to read this. Watch it. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge. Ain't got to tell everybody about how smart they are. Don't got to tell everybody all the stuff that they do and all the stuff that they've been doing. Don't got to broadcast everything about themselves. It says, but fools does what? Fools broadcast their foolishness. You ever look at, I'm not asking anyone to call any names. You ever, you ever look at certain, you look at your social media pages and you're like, why in the world would this person post that? Why in the world are they saying this on Facebook? Why in the world are they posting this video on, on, on Instagram? They acting stupid on TikTok. You're looking at all this stuff and you're like, why in the world? You know why they're doing that? Because they're a fool. And it's not even an insult. It's because they're foolish minded. It's because they're not thinking. It's because they're not being wise. And, and watch this. If they were to what? It says consult others. Have advice. If they were to ask you, should they say this or post this or that, you would have told them no. But what did they do? What fools do? They did not consult wisdom. They did not consult advisors. And so now they're out there on TikTok acting stupid. Now they're out here saying all this foolishness because they because what? Because they're acting like fools. And by the way, so uh, uh what's that what's that old bb uh the old marvin wine song uh, uh so so was i so was i but god i yeah you know, i ain't judging nobody you acting like a fool i acted like a fool too at one point and i ain't even mad like but what i had to do was what gain wisdom i had to get wisdom and so that's where what that's where kindness comes in i'm going to be kind and gracious because yeah you acting like a fool and yeah it it, it frustrates me but it's, it was a that the kindness of God brings me to repentance. It's, it's the kindness of God that's in me that's going to help pull you out of that foolishness. All right, here we go. Uh, verse 24, we're going to go to 28. We'll, yeah, then, then, then we'll be done. Uh, work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. It says worry weighs down a person. An encouraging word cheers a person up. Uh, so many of us, even with our own fellowship, and this is why, you know, when we take prayer requests at the end of um, Bible study and church and stuff like that, um, I, and even we don't take it before I close us out, we take it afterwards, is because I want everyone to know what people need prayer for so we can pray for each other. For a lot of you guys, this is the first time you're seeing, uh, you know, Bianca's name on the call, or the first time you're seeing Tina's name on the call. Might be the first time you're seeing, you know, Krishana's name or Diamond's name or Crystal, but that doesn't mean you can't pray, pray for them because it's an encouraging word does what? 
cheers a person up. Sometimes people get on this call or they show up at church or they show up to serve the homeless or doing any number of things that we're doing. They show they show up in Congress Park and, and when we were doing the cookout thing, uh, Bianca, and they are weighed down, going through things, dealing with life. Crystal comes over here and she helps pack the food for the homeless on second and fourth Sundays. I don't know what she's dealing with when she walked through this door. But what, but what she, and she don't know what, what I've been dealing with or what Sierra been dealing with when she walked through the door, but, but, but we're greeted with a smile and greeted with a hug and, and good conversation and a, what, and an encouraging word to what, to cheer a person up. Watch this. Sometimes it's not even that deep. Some, sometimes Tracy just needs to be cheered up. Sometimes diamond going through something and, and it ain't, ain't enough oil in my, in my oil can to pour over her head to make her feel better. Sometimes she just needs an encouraging word to cheer her up. Sometimes Jaleesa just needs to smile, just needs to, just needs to be happy. It says an encouraging word cheers a person up. Watch this. Here we go. The godly gives good advice to their friends. Oh, when there are people in your life and they, you know, they're giving you bad advice. Because sometimes, watch this. Sometimes we go to friends, watch this, to co-sign on our foolishness. You know what I mean? Like we, we just really want them to say, yeah, man, go ahead and do whatever. And we just want, if, if they go, if they're willing to co-sign on your foolishness, they're not your friend. And if you're willing to co-sign on someone else's foolishness, you're not being a friend. It says that the godly does what? Gives good advice to their friends. Watch this. Even if it's advice that we probably might not do ourselves, but we know it's the right thing to do. That's what we should give to our friends. And then, and then there's a conversation we need to have with ourselves is then why won't I do what I know I'm supposed to do? I'm, I can sit here and I can give Tyrell all this good advice. I can give Charles this good advice, but I don't listen to it myself. Be a, watch this. Be a good friend to others and be a good friend to yourself. Krishana, listen, make that up in your mind to, uh, tonight. I'm going to start. What, hey, hey, Crystal, so before we get out, you're going to have to tell us what Romans 7 says. Watch this. I need to start. I need to start what, Krishana? I need to start being my being my own best friend. Come on, because I'll give my best friend good advice, even if I don't follow it. Well, Tiffany, what happens if I start if I start being my own best friend? If I start being my own friend, giving myself the good advice that I give others. Watch this and believing in myself the way I believe in other people. Man, if 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 Mike told Charles something that was on his heart that he's about to do, Charles and Mike, you can do it. You got it. But then Charles may not believe that about himself that he could do it. What if I start believing in others? Watch this. And believing in myself. 27. Lazy people don't even cook uh, 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 the game that they catch. But the, but the, but the, uh, the diligent make use, what, of everything that they find. The way of the godly leads to life. The uh, path, uh, that path does not lead to death. So I'm going to pray us out. Um, and uh, 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 Crystal, you're going to read what Romans 7 says. Um, and, and how that applies uh, as we finish praying. And, and by the way, if anybody needs to unmute and has anything they want to ask or want to add, uh, feel free to, or throughout the week has something that they want, you know, us to pray for, feel free to, uh, to unmute and let us know.